Saturday night, and we are live. 55 Minutes of Fury. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome, CTN, to the platform. Let me hop right to it. Here's Joe Biden. Play for me. So today, I applaud China for stepping up. Excuse me. I applaud Canada. (laughs) You can tell what I'm thinking. The leader of the free world, ladies and gentlemen, on the parliamentary floor in Canada. Let's hop back to the United States here. Benny Johnson video, Republican rep asks, and I'll go into explanation about what this hearing was in just a minute, but I want you to get the the baseline of this video is that we have a two-tiered justice system. If you are a Democrat, you can commit crimes and never be prosecuted. If you are a Republican, you cannot commit crimes and be prosecuted. And if you do commit crimes, you will be prosecuted. That is the current state of our criminal justice system in the United States. Play for me, Will. Wilcox. If a person lies on Form 4473 and a user and is a user of unlawful drugs, um, you can get between five to ten years for that. Is that correct? Is that my understanding? No, I, be- I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress. Uh, what is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Uh, why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. Okay, who do we talk to to see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted? I mean, he said very clearly in his book that he used drugs, he had uh, gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. State your point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, he, sir, he's got, his, he's got his five minutes. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> not a okay, so <laughs> I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want, because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on right now, and everybody's talking about it across America. There's two standards of justice that are um, that are going on. And I'm just getting the word out right now because, listen, understand, you will not get a fair shake. If you are living in a red state or you're living in a blue area of a red state, you will not get a, a fair judicial proceeding ever. Just so you know, that is the way that it is. As soon as they find out and you're like, Tom, that's, that's hyperbolic. I am not speaking in hyperbole right now at all. I'm telling you, that's exactly the way that it is. It's exemplified with how the J6 prisoners are being treated. Right there, that was an ATF hearing having to do with shoulder braces. In other words, taking a pistol and being able to brace it, with, it's really an arm brace, brace it to your, your, to your arm so that you can shoot a pistol for people who are disabled. It was actually, it was actually uh, developed by a developer for wounded military veterans so that they could still shoot firearms who were wounded where they could not have enough uh, you know, uh, dexterity in their hands or abilities in their arms to hold a gun completely and totally. It can be braced onto your shoulder and arm so that you can still shoot a pistol. That's what that hearing was actually about and what the atf had been doing is with a this is the atf now this is this is supposed to be a non-biased source this is supposed to be a governmental agency that is funded by you and i that works on our behalf to keep us safe it is a federal um law enforcement agency with the full powers of the secret service fbi and any other agency you want to name but what had been happening with the with the atf is they had been working with a a anti-Second Amendment outfit talking to one another back and forth and the anti-Second Amendment outfit convinced the ATF to deem arm braces to be felonies now. So here's your choice. And they're like, isn't that supposed to go through Congress? 
Isn't that a Second Amendment thing? This is what's happening. It's not the D.C. swamp. A swamp is a naturally occurring event. It is, a D, it is the D.C. cesspool where you are being ruled by people who are never elected, who have never received a vote, a vote in their life, where you have the ATF speaking with an anti-Second Amendment group that have now deemed arm braces to be felony crimes. And here's your choices. Your choices are you can take the arm brace off, never use it, get rid of it, Or if you are in possession of it, or take it off the gun, if you are in possession of it, you are are now a felon. You are committing a felony. 10 years ago, it was deemed legal. And now a few months ago, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, not sure on the timeline, it is now deemed that you are now in felony possession of contraband. Did anybody even know about this, by the way? Did you know about it? Did I know about it? No. It was just deemed by ATF that now many gun owners are now felons because they are in possession of this arm brace. I don't know if there's a grandfather period, a grace period. I don't know any of the facts around it. You have to look. If you have one, you need to find out the facts because if not now, later you will be a felon if you are in possession of one of these arm braces. Just so you know, that's what's happening. A private a private group, an anti-Second Amendment group, I can't remember their name, was talking specific, talking solely to the ATF, not going through Congress. This is a Second Amendment issue, should be going through Congress. This is a legislative issue. This is not an ATF unilateral issue. This has to be legislated into law. And by the way, it should be state by state. This is a federalist country, a federalist society so to speak. But that's what this hearing was about. But here, specifically going back to Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden is a, is a felon in numerous ways. First of all, he lied on his form 4473, which is a felony. He's not being prosecuted. I love the idiot from the ATF. And all the, listen, all the honorary bull crap needs to stop. The honorable so-and-so, you know what? Be civil to him, but you know what? This guy is a liar. He says under oath, that he's not aware of the facts in the Hunter Biden case? It's an ATF form that Hunter Biden lied on in the ATF, the head of the, or the spokesman for the ATF is unaware of this case. Please, that is, that is lying under oath, that is lying to Congress, and he just committed a crime. This is the country that we live in right now. While the ATF, behind our backs, is talking to a Second Amendment, an anti-Second Amendment uh, group, and, and, call, and, and now deeming unilaterally that things are now, uh, you are now in felony possession if you have an arm brace. While they're doing this, they're ignoring felonies right in front of their, right in front of their face and then alleging while in a congressional hearing they have no idea about this Hunter Biden case whatsoever. Really honestly believe that's this Hunter Biden laptop has been in possession of the federal government, i.e. the FBI, since 2017. So you, so you, have, you have the ATF that you and I pay for working behind our backs with an anti-Second Amendment group to deem arm braces to be felonies and also ignoring a felony right in front of their face. And it's not the only fel- firearms felony that Hunter Biden committed. Haley Biden, that's, that's, that's Hunter Biden's brother's, Bo Biden's former wife, widow, that at the time he was having an affair with, took Hunter Biden's gun and dumped it in a dumpster right next to a school and the Secret Service responded and confiscated the weapon. ATF has no idea about any of that, any of those gun crimes either, I guess, right? So if you think that you can get, now why is he not being prosecuted? Name the reason, if they're always saying when it comes to Trump, that the law is no respecter of persons. 
Nobody's above the law. That's what they always say, right? Well, if the laws, if, if nobody's above the law, then why is Hunter Biden not been prosecuted? And these people need to be held account for the, held to account for all of these things. All the niceties and the celebratory garbage needs to be dropped now. It is time to go to legal, go to just take all these things. I was going to say legal warfare, but then I'll be banned off of social media. Not real warfare, Facebook. Not real warfare. Not physical warfare. I'm talking about legal. They, listen, for them, everything is lawfare bankrupting Alex Jones, trying to bankrupt Bannon, bankrupt Navarro, bankrupt Roger Stone, bankrupt Michael Flynn, all of this through lawfare, then we need to do the exact same thing to these people. Joe Biden should already be impeached. If we own the Congress, then he can be impeached. Yeah, it's not going to get past the Senate. Doesn't matter. He needs to be impeached over and over and over again. We need to take the tools of their warfare and spin them on them. That's what we need to do. Turn, their, turn them back on themselves. All right, Chief Nerd tweet, just to show you more about what's going on in our legal system, a federal prosecutor admitted in court papers, in court papers, that means under oath, that three D.C. Metropolitan Police Department undercover officers, who caused, who actually committed the 1-6 crimes and who actually instigated the 1-6 crimes. That's what we need. Because here's the thing. It doesn't have to be an insurrection. And it doesn't have to be nothing happened. Things happened. Violent things happened. Windows were broken. The Capitol was vandalized. No police officers were killed. That's a lie. And there was no insurrection. People who say that there was an insurrection are liars. We got that. But things did happen. But who caused them to happen? And I'm not even, I'm not even deeming people innocent who were instigated to commit crimes. Just because somebody else is breaking a window doesn't mean you have to break a window. Now, if you're getting beat on with ass batons like that poor woman that we showed in the video was for just laying there unconscious, being struck numerous times with an ass, ass baton, post-consciousness, and she's now dead, by the way, because the only people that died on 1-6 were, were protesters, not police officers. The, the left are such bold-faced liars. Joe Biden, to this day, parrots that, that saying. He parrots that. That propaganda every time he talks about 1-6. That law, law enforcement officers died on that day. No law enforcement officers died on that day. And four of the five that died subsequent to 1-6 committed suicide. So none of it had to do with 1-6 at all. Maybe they had guilty conscience because they were lying about what happened on 1-6. Like the other ones are lying about what happened on 1-6. Because what's happening here is you got three D.C. Metropolitan uh, police officers working for Muriel Bowser who turned down 10,000. National Guard troops from Donald Trump, the mayor of D.C., undercover officers acted as provocateurs at the northwest steps of the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. This is a federal prosecutor. These are the people who are prosecuting the 1-6 gulag uh, prisoners. This is a prosecutor admitting under oath that three D.C. Metropolitan police officers instigated crimes on 1-6. The, admitted, the, the admission came in a March 24th filing, that was yesterday, isn't that yesterday? Before U.S. District Judge Rudolph uh, Contreras that seeks to keep video footage sh shot by the officers under, under Corsillo. So here you have officers committing crimes or instigating people to commit crimes, and they want to keep that footage uh, under court seal. They want to keep that footage confidential. Why would that be? If we have a fair judicial system, and you and I can get a fair court hearing, then why would this need to be kept confidential? 
These are police officers shooting footage, probably from their body cams. Why does this have to be kept confidential of them instigating crimes? Just like all of Fauci's emails need to be kept confidential. Why? Explain to me why they need to be kept confidential. Anthony Fauci works for the NIH. He's not, he's not a CIA agent. Why, why, do, why do these things need to be kept confidential? These things, need, things are kept confidential now because they're a threat to the Democratic Party and Democratic Party operatives, which, by the way, Mario Bowser and the D.C. Metro Police are Democratic Party operatives, with notable exceptions, but, but mainly they are. And, of course, the FBI are Democratic Party operatives. They're the brown shirts of the Democratic Party. And the only th- reason why they keep things confidential is because it's a threat uh, if those things are not kept confidential, it will, it will reveal that they are operatives for the Democratic Party. That's the only reason why these things are kept confidential. They're not kept, kept confidential for the integrity of an investigation. They're kept confidential so that the malfeasance of those involved is not exposed. That's not a reason to keep things confidential. Anthony Fauci's emails have been kept confidential because he was told immediately by two leading epidemiologists that this was a lab leak. And now it's been completely and totally proved. If you don't believe that, you're just uninformed or purposely ignorant. But why does that need to be kept confidential? Because it will, it will expose Anthony Fauci. What, what ongoing investigation is that a threat to? No, it's just it will expose the malfeasance of Anthony Fauci. So it has to be kept confidential. That's not the reason to deem things classified. The reason to keep things classified is, is, is because if they are revealed, it's a national security threat, not a threat to an individual politician or an individual rep of a politician or an individual you know, NIH worker like Anthony Fauci, really a Democratic Party operative. It's not a reason to keep things confidential because it will expose their misgivings and malfeasance. It should be kept confidential if it's a threat to national security only. And if, they, if it is a threat to national security, why does Joe Biden have box after box after box of classified compartmental document, compartmented documents in his garage and at the Biden Center paid for by the, by the CCP at Penn University? You will, listen, you need to understand something. I won't go into great detail if I can hold off not going into great detail, which is always, you know, we, you never know if, that's, if I'm going to be able to hold it, together, hold it together and not do that. But if you think that you can get a fair court hearing in a blue state or a blue controlled area inside of a red state, you've lost your mind because where's the backstop? If you, if you have a prosecutor, I'm sorry for the redundancy of this, but I want people to know it. If you have, all you have to have is a prosecutor fill out an affidavit against you and it goes to a judge, if, if, it's, an, if, it's, a, if it's a leftist prosecutor, whether it's Soros or not, leftist prosecutor, which is exactly what happened in Mar-a-Lago. You had a leftist prosecutor, leftist magistrate, fill out a warrant against Donald Trump. There's no backstop. Who's going to stop it? Because, it, because there's a leftist, leftist district attorney filled out the affidavit, went to a leftist judge, and then gave the FBI a warrant to raid Mar-a-Lago. Who's going to backstop it? Well, well, I'm innocent. It doesn't matter whether you're innocent or not. Well, it matters what's on the form. No, it doesn't. If the judge says that it's a crime, then it's a crime. Well, but, but what if it's not a crime? It doesn't matter. He says that it is. You, that this is the state of the system that we are in right now. You should feel threatened. This is, this, this is why, folks, you don't put masks on. This is why you don't lock down. This is why you don't social distance and give these people an inch. Because this has gone way further over the last two years under Joe Biden than it was the previous couple years before, even though it was going bad before that. 
So understand that. There's no backstop. There's no, I didn't commit a crime, therefore I can't be prosecuted. That's not the case because all they have to do is say that you committed a crime. I hate the Democratic Party. That's sedition. No, no, it's not sedition. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. It's now in an affidavit from a Soros prosecutor going to a Soros judge or a leftist prosecutor going to a leftist judge who impanels a grand jury of leftists who say that you're guilty. You're like, well, I'll, I'll appeal it. Well, what's the, who does the appeal go, go to? A leftist judge or a conservative judge? If it's a blue state, it's leftist after leftist after leftist after leftist. Your only hope is to be one out of, one out of them million cases that actually goes before the Supreme Court. And that's after you're already dead to the wall, broke, lost your job, lost your house, and everything else. Ask Michael Flynn. Ask Michael Flynn. All right, let's go to the next thing. I'll spend, send, spend all night, which I already did. I meant to spend two minutes on it, and I've already, it's already 10.47. All right, where am I at? Well, died suddenly tweet. We'll put this one in at the last minute. A new, new alarming development. The COVID vaccine spike protein is not just affecting, but completely eliminating important GI bacteria from the gut for, for months after vaccination. For babies, and by the way, it's GI bacteria. Yes, it's about digestion, but it's also a vital part of your immune system. Even babies breastfeeding from their vaccinated mothers are experiencing this. Nine months, nine months, nine months post-vaccination, the bacteria does not repair itself and come back. It's very difficult to survive without, without this, folks. This could be a missing piece of the puzzle to the died suddenly phenomena that we are seeing across the globe. Here's some further explanation in a video. Play it for me, Will. So the first four patients I started noticing a month later, the bifidobacteria, this important microbe, is this is dropping in patients pre and post vaccination. So then I started like asking myself, wait a minute, what's going on here? I mean, is it creating a bifidophage? You know, because this is precision medicine. This is forensics of the gut, right? You've got your microbiome this way before and you've got it after and it's the same patient and only a certain group of microbes are getting killed. You got to pay attention. So then, you know, 10, 20, 30, 34 patients later, we're seeing this you know, killing of the bifidobacteria. And so I wasn't going to, pu- first of all, there's no way I was going to publish this because nobody would have taken that. So I decided to submit it to the American College of Gastro as a presentation, as a poster. It got accepted at the American College of Gastro as a poster, and then it won the best research award as a poster. So all my colleagues called me and said, hey, I saw your data. That's incredible. How do you think this is happening? What do you, the vaccine's supposed to be you know, improving your immunity. And we all know bifidobacteria is a huge part of immunity. How do you think it's happening? So then I said, I think it's creating a bacteriophage or bifidophage. And what we noticed is in four patients that we followed, which were amazing shape, you know, we followed them for um, 90 days. And then next thing you know, um, their bifidobacteria dropped to like zero, from like a million to like zero. So it kept persisting. So there was a persistence in the damage and not only 90 days, but six months, nine months later. So that was the thing that started making me panic. And then as we were looking at the microbiome of newborns um, to mothers who were breastfeeding, we started noticing that there's no bifidobacteria in those newborns. So we asked ourselves, well, I mean, because newborns are supposed to have a ton of bifidobacteria, right? 90% of the microbiome of babies is bifidobacteria. So we said, well, how come these babies born to moms that are breastfeeding that were vaccinated have zero bifidobacteria? 
is the spike protein going to the breast milk, into the baby's gut, and killing whatever the baby's trying to build? So there you go. And, and again, that's who, who is that that's talking right there? That would just be a gastroenterologist. So she knows what she's talking about. And I don't, she took her data and then basically submitted it to a board of national gastro, a national board of gastroenterologists to check her data. And, and, and she'll be, and they all confirmed her data was correct. And then she will, if, if we were, if we were six months ago, she'd be banned off of YouTube. She would be banned off of YouTube probably right now banned off of all social media for speaking the facts because our world is inverted. That which is true is called a lie. That which is a lie is called true. That which is information is called disinformation. What is actually true is called misinformation. That's the truth. Bifidobacteria is disappearing from the vaccinated. And not only that, it's going through the, I'll go ahead and say it. She she won't quite say it, but she knows that it's true, and she's going to wait for empirical studies to come out, which is smart. But we can already tell that this is being transferred through breast milk into a child or even from the mother before the child is born, where, again, they're being born with VADES. Aaron, see if you can find me what that stands for again. But they're being vo- born with VADES. Just put it up somewhere. I'll grab it. They're being born without an immune system. This is part of your immune system. This bifidal bacteria is not just about digesting food. It's about, it's about identifying foreign entities inside of your body and killing them with bacteria that these people no longer have. And it appears, I hope this is not true. I'm going to put a hope in front of it. It appears that it may never come back. I hope that that's not true. But nine months in, it's not coming back. It's gone and it's not coming back. Because these people's genetic system, their genetic code has been altered. That's the problem. And this was just another year. Their kids are being born with AIDS. Vaccine-acquired immune deficiency syndrome. I need to memorize that because I use it all the time. I knew what it meant. But the kids are being born with this by the thousands every week. Because their because they're, they're parents, their parents... Uh, procreated during while after they were vaccinated all these kids are being born now this would be the vaccinated age when you when you procreate your genetic material obviously is being shared with your procreation so your altered genes now become their altered genes you're like tom again you're back you're into the hyperbolic this is right-wing conspiracy theory are you sure because every second, I wore a shirt earlier in the week that said, I need to get new, a new, uh, I need to come up with new conspiracy theories because all my conspiracy theories have turned out to be true. Every single thing that we have said on this podcast has turned out to be true. And the very few things that I've said that weren't true, I'm unlike all the COVID caving pastors and all the COVID caving conservatives, I have come out and said I was wrong on those few occasions where I espoused false material. It turned out to be false. So this is just another vaccine side effect. Here's more under the great video. Dr. Naomi Wolf raises questions about the $400 million payment to the NIH. Play for me, Will. I mean, it sounds like a bribe or or a payola to me. Um, It's so serious, that little clip. And, you know, we all should just get started unpacking it and pushing our representatives, including Rand Paul, to go deeper. this is one $400 million payment uh, from Moderna to the NIH at Christmas. So as I said, um, you know, recently, we don't know 
if this is one every month, one every quarter. We don't know if the last payment was 600 million. And the other thing that's incredibly important for people to understand is these are royalty payments. And a royalty payment is really legally only supposed to be paid per unit of something sold, right? So I will bet you money that, so so whatever the royalties are of what got sold has to be like mm-hmm. factors of like a billion to get a $400 million royalty payment because usually a royalty is 10 or 15% per unit. Mm-hmm. So what is that, right? I bet it doesn't exist, right? I bet if we dig down and do the bookkeeping, we're not going to find that the mysterious thing for which NIH got royalties um, sold a billion dollars worth of merchandise. He's not even naming what it is. So what my guess is, and I've been warning people about this for a year and a half, including on um, Tucker Carlson's show, is that if is is that is that as you know, as I've been saying for months. Dr. Fauci does not work for us, um, meaning he's got other business arrangements. So this, I am certain, is the line of of inquiry that will reveal the conflicted nature of why these mandates rolled out, um, how he got and his colleagues got money per unit of injection. And again, they had the they had the Moderna CEO speaking at a congressional hearing who refused to answer the question about why they're paying while they're paying the NIH, which is you and I pay for the NIH, National uh, Institutes of Health. That's, our, that's a federal agency that you and I fund with our taxes and also receiving money from Moderna to the tune of $400 million. And, that you, and by the way, again, that's one payment. That's one royalty payment. That was one that the, that, that the congressmen and women found or their staffers found. We don't know how many payments were made from Moderna to the agency that stipulates how many times you should take the vaccination. So you have the makers of the vaccination paying off those who say, who determine how many times you should be vaccinated or vaccinated at all, and paying off those who deem whether the vaccination is safe and effective or not. You're like, no, Tom, that's the FDA. No, no, no. The FDA farms that part out to Anthony Fauci's wife at the bioethics division of the NIH. The FDA doesn't figure that out on their own, whether a vaccination is safe and effective. They actually farm that out to the bioethics division of the NIH where both Anthony Fauci and his wife works and his wife is in charge of the bioethics division. So she's the one saying that these vaccinations are safe and effective. So the people that are receiving all this money from the drug manufacturers are the ones who are putting out the drugs, are the ones who are saying that the drugs are safe and effective, are the ones who are regulating the drugs, the, uh, the drug companies, and the ones who are determining if the vaccination is safe and effective and how many times you should take this safe and effective drug. This is one royalty payment, which is why Anthony Fauci would not answer on the congressional, on the Senate floor from Senator Rand Paul about how, what, what are the royalties per scientist at the NIH. So corrupt, the very people deciding whether or not you should take a vaccination or not and mandating whether you should take a vaccination or not, because there's still a federal employee mandate, by the way, the military one has been lifted, although some parts of the military are ignoring it. That's been lifted, but all other federal employees are still mandated to be vaccinated and anybody entering the country, except for the millions that are crossing the southern border, have to be vaccinated. And they're actually in in Biden's meeting up in Canada, they they were asking him, not not Justin Trudeau, maybe Justin Trudeau actually did, maybe, I can't, I don't know. I want to give, if he does actually do something smart, you want to try to encourage him to do at least one smart thing out of a million that he possibly could do. But they were saying, why can't, can, why can't Canadians cross the northern border unvaccinated? Why? 
Why do what? And, and, but they have so by, so far, Joe Biden's allowed six million people to cross the southern border with no vaccination documentation whatsoever. Of course, it doesn't make any sense because it's got nothing to do with your health. It has to do with controlling you. Of course, it's all that it's ever been about from day one. So that's what's going on here. You have the very people determining whether or not you should be vaccinated, receiving money from the vaccine manufacturer. That's the state of affairs inside of America. And all the Christians lined up, and I know that I'm speaking, I'm preaching to the choir right now, so if this isn't you, I'm not aiming it at you, but if it is, I'm aiming it at you. And I go, you can see if you can turn it off, see if you can turn the channel fast enough. You, all, you, all, you suddenly believe that these people sprout morality? The very people paying off the federal government, I mean, think about it. Moderna is paying off the federal government to mandate a vaccine on you and all the Christians line up to take it because they're, these people are moral. These people are looking out for what's best for you. The, the people being paid off are looking out for what's best for you. They would never do anything to harm you. And by the way, a lot of these federal agencies, the NIH isn't even mandated to take the vaccine. Pfizer, they're not mandated. Their employees aren't mandated to take the vaccine. Albert Borla didn't take the vaccine for almost a year after it came out. And if he's ever, if, we, if you honestly believe people like Borla have actually taken it, you've lost your mind. So I just wanted, I just wanted everybody to know that. Same thing with Pfizer, by the way, because 75 members of Congress own Pfizer stock and then mandate that you take the product that they're profiting from. This is the country that we really live in. These people don't just sprout morality inside of a vaccine. If they're wrong about gun grabbing, wrong about abortion, wrong about the World Economic Forum, wrong about socialism, wrong about transgender, wrong about homosexuality, wrong about communism. Why are they suddenly right about a vaccine? Amazes me to this day. And I wanted to play this video because I don't want people to forget. I'm already seeing people forgetting. They're now just laxing back into their old lifestyle, going back to their COVID caving, worthless churches, because their worthless churches are easier on them than churches like mine. Though you can be nice, comfortable, and sedated at your, at your Calvinist garbage church. And they're just laxing back into old life, and they're forgetting that you need to be endlessly right here on the edge, knowing everything, being the restraining, saying no. If you're going to a church that said yes to everything Anthony Fauci said to do, you don't think they're going to say yes with the next round of oppression? So I just wanted to play this video, Wittgenstein video, put out, it's from Guardian material, but it's a Wittgenstein video. And I just wanted to put this out here to remind you where we were about a year ago. Play for me, Will. If we raise our vaccination rate, protect ourselves and others with masking, expanded testing, and identify people who are infected, we can and we will turn the tide on COVID-19. It'll take a lot of hard work it's going to take some time. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe, effective, and free. While the vaccines provide strong protection for the vaccinated, we read about and hear about and we see the stories of hospitalized people, people on their deathbeds, among the unvaccinated over the past few weeks. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated 
overcrowd our hospitals or overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Some of the biggest companies are already requiring this. United Airlines, Disney, Tyson's Food, and even Fox News. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. All right, so there we go. So there's just a couple of things on that video. I want to just, I'm just going to stipulate lie or true. I said hospitals uh, were being overwhelmed. They never were overwhelmed with anybody, by the way, ever. Just say, no, no, Tom, there were, they brought in cooling trucks. And they're like, Tom, why are you relitigating this? Because it's coming again. Just so you know, it's coming again. It will be some sort of pandemic that kills a specific segment of the population that cannot t- touch the bourgeois leftist elite. That's the, that was what this was. That's why there's not going to be a nuclear war. They're not going to release a bubonic plague. It will be something that just kills off enough people so that they can bring in their draconian measures. That's all that it is. But hospitals were never overwhelmed. They brought in cooling trucks in New York. They were never filled. If, if, listen, I want you to think about something. If so many people were dying, you know, first of all, Todd Starnes went around to all the hospitals inside of New York, right at the right at the the epicenter of the virus, right when it was at its worst, and there was nobody in the emergency rooms. It was all lies. That's why all the nurses and doctors had enough time to make those those uh, those dance videos they all made together. That's why they had time to do that. The hospitals were never overwhelmed ever. If they needed to stack bodies into refrigerator trucks. Why is it that the Army Corps of Engineer Hospital built in Manhattan didn't see a single patient and then they had the USS Comfort re-outfitted, brought into New York Harbor and saw 127 patients total during the entire pandemic. They re-outfitted the thing for $100 million and saw like 127 patients and left New York Harbor. And the Army Corps of Engineer Hospital saw zero patients and I believe they built two of them that saw zero patients. I have to break out that list again. It's one of my favorite things to do on the podcast is, is, is just read the Army Corps of Engineer hospitals that were built in Chicago, in New York, during, the, during the, you know, the epicenter of the virus. And none of them saw, basically none of them saw a single patient. None of them, ever. As respirators filled warehouses, not supposed to be used anyway, as they were COVID killing people. 
And they said now, of course, here's another. So the hospitals were never overwhelmed. Joe Biden said that they were bull-faced lie from a bull-faced liar. This is a pandemic of the unvaxxed. It's never been a pandemic. Notice how they're not saying anymore. If it was a pandemic of the unvaxxed, we'd all be dead and be, and all would, or we'd either be dead or had COVID over and over and over again. People getting COVID over and over and over again are the vaccinated because they have ADE. And the only people dying of COVID-19 from the least virulent variant, which of course is Omicron, is the fully vaccinated. That's, that's all that statistical fact out of Israel, fact out of Australia, fact out of Canada, fact out of England. The only people dying of the least variant, vir, virulent variant Omicron which is nothing more than a scratchy nose, a scratchy throat and a runny nose. They're dying of it because dying of COVID-19 now with this very, very uh, limited variant, yeah, mild, there's a very mild variant. The only people dying of this very mild variant are people without an immune system. Dying of COVID-19 now is a vaccine side effect. So the vaccine, they say pandemic of the unvaxxed, lie from the liar, Unvaxxed are overwhelming hospitals. That was never true. They never had a documented case, by the way, of somebody lying there saying, I wish I would have been vaccinated. I wish I would have been vaccinated. It never happened. Those were bull-faced lies too. But saying that the hospital is being overwhelmed by the unvaccinated is statistically impossible. It never happened. It never showed that it was happening. Why are these people called to account for any of these lies? Why are they taken seriously? And why would a Christian who knows that Joe Biden is lying take their fifth bivalent vaccination? He said that, you know, you take this vaccination to protect the people that you love. How does, a, how does a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission or infection protect the people that you love? That makes no sense either. He said, and then of course, he then issues his federal mandate that he swore that he'd never do. He said he'd never mandate vaccinations. And then he issues a federal mandate, not on this video, but he does this. But on the, later, he does it later. But on this video, he mandates vaccinations for all employees of companies with more than 100 employees. Names United Airlines. And it names United Airlines as a company that already did this without even having to mandate it. And now you have to have EKGs changed for pilots to qualify to fly. That's strange, isn't it? That never happened before. We never had an EKG readout have to be changed. It is, it's now, nobody, could, nobody could, could pass the EKG, previous EKG standards at, at United Airlines or any other airline so now they changed and made the EKG standards easier. So you have less healthy pilots flying. But don't worry because they've got the transgender he, her pronoun guy doing the air traffic control. So feel safe. You have less healthy pilots and way less qualified air traffic controllers. Feel safe up in the air. Up in the air. And then last lie is he says this is FDA approved. That is a bold-faced lie. There is not an FDA approved drug to this day. Three years into 15 days to flatten the curve, two, two years and three months into this vaccine or four months into this vaccine, there's still not an FDA approved drug, FDA approved COVID-19 vaccination. And they're not, none of these things are vaccinations. Being vaccinated means that you are being injected with a dead version of the virus you're trying to keep out of your body or to keep, keep from being infected with. That's not what this is. These are gene therapeutics to induce your, your body to produce S-spike proteins. These are gene therapeutics. And then, so he says it's FDA approved. The only FDA approved drug is Comirnaty, and it's not been injected in one single American, including our armed for forces. He is a liar, all lies coming from a liar, and he's never been held to account, just like he says that he entered the race because, uh, because uh, he entered the 2020 presidential race 
because Donald Trump said there's good people on both sides of the Charlottesville thing. That never happened. He still says to this day that officers died on 1-6. That never happened. And all these other lies that he just told about the vaccinations. How much more will it take? I don't know, Joe. What will it take for me to be vaccinated? Over my dead carcass? That's what it was. You can inject it into my dead body. Not going to ever happen, you liar. And that's And just so you know, if you're vaccinated, God wants to leash that thing out of your body. It is not safe in Jesus' name. Where am I at, Squirrel Mama? Squirrel Mama video, CDC, Pfizer and Fauci told everyone the vaccine was safe for pregnant women. Here's how they came to that conclusion. Play it for me. Pfizer's claim that the vaccine was safe and effective for pregnant women. And early on, I was badgering a poor Vermontavili of the New York Times and every spokesmodel saying safe and effective for pregnant women, saying, where are the data? Because I could not find safety data studies showing that. And in other countries, they were saying pregnant women should not be injected. So um, this is why they couldn't show the data. <laughs> Pfizer's claim was that it was safe. And then the FDA's claim that it was safe. And then the CDC's claim that it was safe for pregnant women is based on an internal study of 44 French rats that they followed for 21 weeks and then for 42 weeks. And then they did autopsies of their fetuses. The rat fetuses did not show abnormalities. They didn't follow the baby rats. They just looked at them uh, and said, okay, fine. The (laughs) doctors who ran the study (laughs) were shareholders or employees of Pfizer and BioNTech. We were not told that the claim that it was safe and effective for pregnant human women was a French study of 44 rats. The truly horrific thing I have to tell you is that the Department of Defense data was released by a whistleblower. And attorney Tom Rents has been very active trying to uh, get uh, the forced injections of the military to be halted based on these data. What those data show is that in 2021, when thousands and thousands and thousands, if not millions, no, it would be thousands, hundreds of thousands of female soldiers were and sailors and Air Force members were injected with mRNA vaccines. There were 8,000 additional reports of congenital malformations in their fetuses compared to the baseline of 10,000 every year before, meaning an 80% rise in malformations of the fetuses of our brave women soldiers who are just serving our country. And the the fact that this is not front page news, just as a woman, this is so appalling to me. This is the worst scandal and crime. So of course these vaccines were deemed, they were pimped and whored by people like, uh, uh, the head of like the head of the CDC, Ro- Rochelle Walensky, she was put, she was pimping and whoring them. Of course, Anthony Fauci said they're safe and effective. Actually, telling pregnant women to go vaccinate based on what? I and mean, here's the thing that people should always ask: you should ask your pastor this. Always ask, how did you come to the conclusion that you came to? What data? If you if you were to say, if I was to say from the pulpit, have it, to have sex outside of marriage is a hell bound decision. Tom, where? From where did you draw that conclusion? Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 21. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 9 and 10. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. I could go on and on. So there, that is where I drew, that is the information I drew my conclusion from. So when you have Anthony Fauci, Rochelle Walensky, Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, and all the other globalist, bourgeois, leftist, elitists coming out and telling you, telling your pregnant wife, your pregnant sister, your pregnant daughter, whoever it may be, 
that it is safe and effective for them to take this gene, this gene altering drug, you should ask before you actually take a metal rod from a leftist, globalist, bourgeois, elitist, and jam it into your bloodstream, your political ideology, uh, ideological and theological adversary, before you take their metal rod full of their clot juice and jam it into your veins and to your blood, to your blood system, you ought to ask, where did you, where, from what information did you draw the conclusion that this vaccine is safe and effective, effective from? From what information did you deem this conclusion from? Where? What, what, and here's where they got it from. 44 rats? A, a, a study done on four, these aren't humanized mice either, by the way. Rats have a dramatically different immune system than human beings. It's not even a remotely uh, correct study. It's not epidemiologically correct. It's not biologically correct at all. Mice don't either. That's why they have to make them humanized mice. Humanized mice. They didn't do that here. It was just a study of 44 rats. 44 rats. Done by who? Doctors who own stock in the very product that they are going to deem safe and effective. This is the real world. You know, and, and a lot of Christians and a lot of conservatives don't want to come out and say I was wrong because it will destroy their persona, destroy how they think of themselves, ruin their reputation. What reputation? And what does reputation even matter? For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 10. What's it gonna matter about your reputation? You think you're gonna get up to stand before God at the great right throne judgment and say, Lord, don't judge me according to my works. Judge me according to my reputation. I don't want anybody to know that, we, that, that I was wrong. Everybody already knows that you were wrong. Come out and say you were wrong. You blew it. And I am telling you, it is a full-scale, five-alarm emergency if you've taken this vaccination to get it prayed out of you in Jesus' mighty name. And just as a side note here, although it's the mo- probably the most important part of this, what has been the malformation and, and I, I'm, I'm going to throw, I, I don't, she said malformation. I'll stick with it. What, have been, what has been the malformation of fetuses inside the military, Ben, since the vaccine rollout? Since it was mandated on all of our pregnant servicemen and women. The, malform, the, the fetal malformation percentage has gone up what percentage since the vaccination? 80%. They used to have 10,000, now they have 18,000. Or it was 2,000 to 10,000. 8,000 increase, I can't remember what. But it's an 80% increase. As well as an increase in all maladies of 300% to 1,600%. To 1600%. Increase in myocarditis, pericarditis, heart attack, AIDS, pulmonary embolisms, skin cancers, testicular cancer, all up 300%. Minimum of 200% all the way up to 1,600%. What's the average there? 800%? That's the increase inside of our military. And we're going to fight a two-front war? A three-front war? Iran, China, and Russia? Don't think so. And I decided to show you this. For people to think, I'm not a sycophant. You know who says that they're not a sycophant? Sycophants. I know. So I'm going to defend myself. I know they're laughing over here. 
Everybody who says they're not is. I get it. And I don't even agree with that because there's no way to defend yourself then. But I'm no sycophant for anybody. I'm not a sycophant for Trump. And I'm not a sycophant for DeSantis. I remember when DeSantis closed down Florida. I get it. People think, you don't talk negatively about this. There's not much negative to say. It's him and Christy Nome did the best. And Christy Nome edges out DeSantis a little bit. How she handled COVID. Not really even a little bit. She did way better than he did. But in other ways, she, he did better than her. And other different legislative acts, different legislative actions, he's done better than her. Way better on transgenderism than she has. But as far as COVID response, she beat DeSantis. And I had to show you this video because I want you to know, I love DeSantis. If he's the Republican nominee, I'm voting for him. If Trump's the Republican nominee, I'm voting for him. I think they ought to run against each other if DeSantis wants to get in. DeSantis did not handle Twinkies very well. I haven't bragged the DA from New York City. He didn't handle that situation very well at all. And I will always say whether he did things well or not. I was at, I got invited to one of his press conferences. I love Ron DeSantis. I'm just telling you, I'll always be honest. And here's something that he did that I hate. Play for me, Will. He's a World War II veteran. He's 100 years old. Um, he's had a remarkable career of service uh, to, to our country and to the state of Florida. He was a state senator here. He knew Charles Lindbergh. He wow. knew, he knows Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, Joe DiMaggio, presidents uh, from Truman to Reagan. Um, and he's an American sleeve. hero. He's 100 years old. And he's got the opportunity now to get the vaccine. Oh. So it works. So there's DeSantis masked. That's a lie. Locked down the, locked down the state. That was a lie. Shorter than everybody else, but not even as short as Brian Kemp in Georgia. And there's not, I mean, listen, Brian Kemp is a rhino for all intents and purposes, but he opened up Georgia before DeSantis opened up Florida. And I love DeSantis and I love Trump. Trump blew it on COVID. Trump's still out there talking about his greatest accomplishment, his preparation, warp speed, the vaccine. This thing, there are people that are wrong about things. And I tell Trump to his face, you're flat out wrong. If you continue to espouse this data, you're killing people. And that guy in that video is now dead, by the way. He's dead. He lives all these years. He's perfectly fine. Takes the, just like Betty White, takes his vaccine. And then they're suddenly dead. You're like, Tom, he's 101. I get they're old. They're perfectly fine until they take the vaccine. And a few, a few short months later, they're dead. And this guy's dead. That's all a lie. Standing there with a mask on, that's a lie. That doesn't do anything for anybody. And there's no need to mask up for a 0.1% death rate. It's all nonsensical. It's illogical, so it has to be nefarious. And I just want to say Trump's worse than that. Trump's still, at least now, DeSantis has turned uh, vehemently against the vaccinations, vehemently, vehemently against vaccinating youth, vehemently against vaccinating basically anybody, and vehemently against mandates, which both him and Trump have shared the entire time. They both, both have been against mandates. But listen, I'll, listen, the truth is the truth. I'm a principled person. You're a principled person. If my party is wrong, if my governor is wrong, I will not say that they're right. That would make me an unprincipled person. All right, let's go to the next one. I just had to show you this, and I may just have to tell you, but just real quick, what it says here is the opposition, opposition leader inside, it's Polivev or Polive, something like that's his last name, Pierre Polive, something like that. That's the opposition leader. He would be like the Jim Jordan uh, of Canada. I can't, I can't say, you know, Mitch McConnell, because Mitch McConnell is not opposition. He's just controlled opposition, who's not really opposition at all. He's just basically a controlled member of the Democratic Party. But conservative leader Pierre Polivev tells U.S. President Joe Biden that we believe that opposition is an act of loyalty in our system. Biden says we do too, unfortunately. Play it for me. Mr. President Pierre Polivev. Mm -hmm. 
leader of His Majesty's loyal opposition. Absolutely, we believe that opposition is an act of loyalty in our system. Why would that be unfortunate? Because these people are totalitarians. They don't want any opposition. They want to dictate and they want to mandate. They want to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point that they control. Now look at this. I just have to show you this. I want to show you that it's just all lies. Oh, Ukraine is just being devastated by this war. Stu Peters tweet. I'm not going to try to pronounce this last name. It's like Andre something. But he's the governor of the National Bank of Ukraine and has just purchased, I guess, in downtown Kiev. I'm just adding that. They all call it Kiev now. It's Kiev. But now it's changed it nonsensically out of nowhere. Over the last two years, it's changed. From my first uh, 52 years on earth, it was Kiev, and now suddenly it's Kiev. But anybody, and that just drives me nuts. But it's, it's, things are so horrible inside of Ukraine. Have you ever heard of this before? I'm just, I'm just curious. That during a, any type of world war, uh, in Vietnam, Korea, whatever it may be, when there's an actual war going on, you're like, Tommy, are you denying that people are dying inside of Ukraine? Absolutely not. The peasants are dying in Ukraine. Not the bourgeois leftist elitists. They're perfectly fine. You got jet set in Voldemar Zelensky flying all over the globe, as well as the governor of the National Bank of Ukraine. He just purchased a brand new Rolls Royce, probably driving around all over, all over Kiev because there's really no threat at all. Just, the, just let the peasants go fly. As Nancy Pelosi flies in, Ben Stiller flies in, The Edge flies in, Bono flies in, Sean Penn flies in, Mitch McConnell flies in, Joe Biden flies in. No problem whatsoever, this big war going on. No, all it is is a giant cover-up for the Biden crime family. That's all that it is. Right, let's go to the next one. I just want to show you the lies. I'm going to show you this video, and I want you to pay close attention to it because here's uh, Emmanuel Macron, World Economic Forum member, wants to transform his country from a democratic republic into a totalitarian authoritarian state controlled by him coming out of Davos, Davos, Switzerland, of course. That's what he really wants. So I want to just show you the the hypocrisy of these people. You'll own nothing and be happy. That's how he is. It won't be. Notice that when when the World Economic Forum put out put out that put out that video, they didn't say we will own nothing and be happy. Shouldn't it be we? If this is going to be a a universal system, it should be Prince Charles, World Economic Forum member Jean Carré, flying around in his private jet with Heinz money. Shouldn't it be we will own nothing and be happy? Isn't that what it should be? No, it's you will own nothing and be happy. So here he is. Watch closely. Watch his $80,000 watch disappear. Play it for me. Il y a les blocages et les blocages, il faut pouvoir les lever quand ils empêchent l'activité normale. Et c'est pourquoi d'ailleurs, j'ai demandé C'est pour ça, c'est pourquoi j'ai demandé au gouvernement d'essayer au maximum de négocier et ensuite de réquisitionner. Ce que nous avons pu faire all right, so there you go. Watch the spirit. Put up the next one for me real quick, Will. I want to show you what, the, what happens when, when you actually implement these environmental systems. If you do that, you'll lose $2.1 billion just like Ford has with EVs. Love you all back here Tuesday night, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.
So what is the will of God? Romans 8, 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. That's a qualified verse, though. Christians use that to say that the will of God is unfolding in their life. If your business stinks, it's not the will of God. If your family stinks, that's not the will of God. He is not working for your good. He's not, he's not using your compromise and your rejection of the Word of God for your good. Because Romans 8, 28 is qualified with 27, and nobody reads 27. Why is that? Because it puts, it puts the responsibility on the believer. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. He is working for your good. In that, he's listening to how you pray. Romans 8, 26, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. That's the good that he's doing. He's honed in solely on the voice of the Spirit. Are you praying the Holy Ghost? That's the good he's listening to. Not your compromise, not your sin, not your worry, not your fear, not your bad attitude and working for your good. The only good he's working is what the Holy Spirit is telling him to do. It's only good.